wherever you are watching this video. My name is Anke Mulman. Our website is cwowi.eu, Church Without Walls International. We are part of a worldwide network of house churches. You can go to our website, find a lot of articles about how to be a house church, what is a house church, and so on. And you can go to my uh, to my Facebook page and to our YouTube, of course, to find more videos. Today, I want to talk to you about a vision that occurred a couple of years ago, four or five years ago. I'm not quite sure. And that happened. Uh, why am I sharing? this because I was compelled to share it. You know, there's a lot going on right now in the world. You probably know what's going on in Ukraine and what Russia is doing and people are afraid and they think, oh, is this the end of the world or whatever is happening? And there's a lot, there will be a lot going on in this world in the future, you know, tomorrow, next year and whenever we are still on the earth. But our focus should be different. That's why I want to share this vision. And I want to share you how the Lord looks at things and how we should be like him and look at things. Also things that are happening uh, in the earth, of course. And we are praying for Ukraine and for all the wonderful people over there. Okay, back to the vision. Um, as you probably know, uh, we as a house church network, we have like every year a kind of conference. We call it a conference, but it's like three, four days of meeting together with people who are on the same page. We spend time together. We pray. There's teaching. There's worship. Uh, the Lord always comes and ministers to people. And it's a very, very rich time in his presence. In one of those conferences four or five years ago, uh, um, I didn't know, but it was a vision and it's so natural that you don't even know it was a vision. I had just my eyes closed. I was in worship and just uh, enjoying the presence of the Father. And suddenly, why I had my eyes closed and they call it, what you call it is a closed vision. When your eyes are closed, an open vision is when your eyes are open and you see things in the spirit realm. So I had my eyes closed and suddenly I saw a room. And in the, in that room, it was not a big room. In that room, there was a window on the left side. And I kind of heard and saw all the busyness of the people outside, outside of the room, on the street and, and so on. And then I saw in the corner of the room, I saw a man. And I knew immediately this was the Lord. And that man, the Lord, was dressing himself. He was changing clothes. And I knew today is the day of the wedding. Then I saw right behind him a calendar. Maybe you have those calendars too in your nation. That every day you flip a day, right? You know, today is Thursday. Tomorrow when you wake up, you flip it around and then it's another day. So there was a calendar and it flipped over like another day today. And I knew today is the day of the wedding. And I knew it was the day of the wedding, what the Lord speaks about, what the Bible speaks about, about the wedding. We are, as Christians, we are the bride and he is our bridegroom. The next moment, what happened, uh, the Lord and a woman and, and, and his future wife or his wife, they were walking into a very, very, very big room. There were lots of attendants over there and the Lord walked in with her and she had her hand on top of his hand like this. And they walked in and it was a very solemn, I think you, that's the right word, solemn moment, a holy moment, a precious moment, and everyone was in awe. And they said, they walked in and at a certain point the Lord stopped and he showed off his wife. He, he, he showed her like this. She had her hand still and he showed her and he said, there she is. And there was such an excitement in his voice. There she finally is. I finally can present you my bride to you. There she is. Isn't she wonderful? 
isn't she beautiful? And he was so proud of her and so excited to finally show his bride to everyone who was there. And then the vision was over. So after, well, at, at, of course, uh, we talked about it with, with other, other people uh, who were there at the conference. What exactly does it mean? Well, what it meant, uh, that it today is an, uh, that it is another day, like the, the calendar that flipped, meaning the focus should change. The focus of the Lord has changed. He was preparing himself to dress and to be ready. Uh, for his bride. And I never, it never occurred to me that the, the bridegroom and the Lord is preparing himself for, for the wedding. I knew we as the bride, we have to prepare ourselves. And of course that happens too. But it was interesting that our, our focus should be different. When it is the day of your wedding, I don't know if you are married, but you probably remember the day of your wedding. Your focus is on meeting your future husband, meeting your husband soon. And so you are dressing up and making yourselves ready. You are not busy anymore with what's going on in the world. You are not busy with cleaning your house. You're not busy with getting your all the all the stuff that you need to have, all the groceries and whatever, not running to and fro. I hope you did not, because your focus is on the wedding and on the day of the wedding and on your bridegroom. So that is how our focus as bride of Christ right now should be, on meeting our Lord and preparing ourselves. You know, the way we prepare, like a bride prepares herself, that is our, that that is our, uh, our uh, how do you say it? Well, Okay, forget about it. This is what, what it meant. It's another day and the Lord's preparing himself and we are preparing himself. Then he walked in like that. And that reminded me of the inauguration of uh, our king. Uh, when was it? I have to, I have to put it down somewhere. Let's see. Um, well, I, I can't find it anymore. Okay, it was in 2013, I think. Our future king, he had his inauguration together with his wife, King Maxima. Our king is King Willem Alexander. They walked up to uh, the church and they walked together and she had her hand placed on his hand like this. So when I saw that, that she had it and the Lord and hers, they walked in like this, I was reminded of the inauguration of our king. And then I thought, okay, it's not just that we are there and we are married, we are together forever, but it's also that we are there and we are preparing ourselves right now to be um, 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 to, uh, to reign with him, right? That's what the Lord says, together we will reign with him. That is what, what he is also preparing us for to do. And then it was amazing when he showed his bride, you know, that all the focus was on the bride. And I thought, that is so amazing. That is so humble of the Lord. He is such a humble person. You know, that his focus is not on him. In my mind, all the focus would be on the Lord. You know, amazing. The Lord is coming back. And of course, that, that should be like that in our hearts. But the focus, his focus was on the bride. So he stepped back and he showed off his bride. And he was so proud of her. And maybe you think... He has nothing to be proud of me because I'm still doing things wrong, you know, but in your spirit, you are holy and you are separated unto God. So what that means, you know, uh, in, in future time, at a time when this uh, uh, happened, when, uh, uh, how do you say that? Well, let's go, for, go first to Revelation chapter 19. It talks about the marriage supper of the Lamb. And then in verse 6, it says, I heard a voice. 
as it were the voice of a great multitude, the sounds of many waters and the sounds of mighty thundering, saying, Hallelujah, for the Lord God of an omnipotent reigns. Let us be glad and rejoice and give him glory, for the marriage of the Lamb has come, and his wife has made herself ready. And to her it was granted to be arrayed in fine linen, clean and bright, for the fine linen is the righteousness of the saints. So you are clean and you are uh, you have that right uh, that, that white linen because you are righteous in him so at that time a marriage supper lasted seven days and the seven day celebration is a prophetic time of course of the future marriage supper of the lamb what we read about here each day standing for a year so it will be a marriage supper during uh, of seven years but right now we are not really married to the lord we are betrothed to the Lord. We are engaged to him. And the consummation of the marriage will happen when we depart and when we celebrate the marriage supper of the Lamb in heaven and when the groom comes to to get his bride. At that time, a betrothed woman was considered married. She was, she was not, the, the marriage was not consummated, but she was considered married because a divorce was required to break uh, the engagement. She was expected to be faithful to her future husband. She was expected not to flirt with other men. She was expected to prepare herself, looking forward to the day, getting ready for the marriage celebration. So she would spend her time getting to know her groom and how to become a wife. And that is a wonderful picture of our discipleship in Christ. We are to know him better day by day, to prepare ourselves to be one day with him. That's why James says in, in chapter four, four, and he's actually referring to this, that we are betrothed to him, that we are separated unto him, although we are not married yet, but he is our future and our eyes should be on him alone. He says, you are like unfaithful wives, flirting with the glamour of this world and never realizing that to be the world's lover means becoming the enemy of God. That's the Philip translation. I read it again because it's so rich. It says, you are like unfaithful wives. So he's referring to the bride of Christ already engaged uh, uh, to the Lord. You are flirting with the glamour of this world. We are not supposed to flirt with the glamour of the world or what the world has for us or could give us. He says, you are never realizing that to be the world's lover means becoming the enemy of God. So for us as the bride of Christ, what is your focus? Your focus should be not on the things of the world, not on having this and having that and all the pleasures and whatever. Our focus should be on becoming the wife, preparing ourselves, getting to know the Lord. You know, and that's, that's what I see the Lord is doing in many hearts. He's, uh, he wants the things in our heart that we clean up and that we make ourselves ready. And he's dealing with a lot of things, internal things. But he's also asking of us to be separated, to be separated unto him and not to flirt with the world anymore. Second Corinthians chapter 6, uh, verse, oh, let's go there. Paul is talking to the Corinthians and they had problems with uh not being separated and they love the world and they love the Lord. And you see, nowadays you see many Christians who say they love the Lord, but they love the world and they are, they live just like the world. You can't see any difference. They talk like the world. They watch the same movies. Uh, they, they do. When, when anyone would say uh, to them, are you a Christian? Are you really? Are you a Christian? I would have never thought that you are a Christian because they look the same and they talk the same. They do the same things as the world does. Paul says to the Corinthians, 
in 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 14, do not be unequally yoked together with unbelievers. For what fellowship has righteousness with lawlessness? What has um, what communion has light with darkness? Or what has light in common with darkness? Nothing, right? And what accord has Christ with Belial? Or what part has a believer with an unbeliever? What agreement has the temple of God with idols? For you are the temple of the living God. As God has said, I will dwell in them and walk among them. I will be their God and they shall be my people. Therefore, come out from among them and be separate, says the Lord. Well, and then in chapter 7, the first verse, he says, Therefore, having these promises, beloved, let us cleanse ourselves from all filthiness of the flesh and spirit and perfect in holiness in the fear of the Lord. And that is what I want to bring across to you, that do not focus on the things that are around in the world. Do not get that fear into your heart. You are his. You are preparing yourself to become his wife. You are to come out of the world system, out of the love for the world that we so often have and what I see in a lot of people. Don't be unequally yoked with unbelievers. What has light in common with darkness? Nothing, right? Hebrews 12 First, the first two verses said, let us aside, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us. Let us run, run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. And the word look, looking in Greek means look away from all else to fix your gaze upon the Lord. So look away from all else that is going on that can get you scared and in fear and whatever. And, and your mind of the things that really matter. Look away from those things. Fix your gaze upon Jesus because he is coming back and he is preparing himself to meet us in the air. And we have to prepare ourselves and become that, that, that wife wholly separated unto him. I hope it was a blessing. You can always go to our website, find our email address, get in touch with me if you have questions or whatever. Hope to see you next week. Bye-bye.